It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Aggie fans? It's time for a Big Blues Day episode of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the Aggie Fan Dan. You can find me on Twitter, at USU the Right Blue. But more important than me, I mean, right, because you want to f- stay up to date on all the news, on all things Aggies, you, you got to follow the Hive Sports. Just search at the, T-H-E, Hive Sports um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you'll stay up to date on all things Aggies and the other teams in the Beehive State, whether it's pro, if you're a Jazz fan, or, or RSL. We, we got thehivesports.com if you want to read all of our articles. And you can also give us a five-star rating and review. Let us know what we're doing well, how we can improve. We, we, want, to, we want to improve this product for you so that you want to keep coming back and be anxious to hear about your, the Aggie news because you're Aggie fans, right? So today, without further ado, let me announce the slate for today. We're definitely going to be talking about basketball because – but uh, the men, the men's team's been on fire, so we'll talk about how close they are to getting on the right side of the bubble uh, as they just keep on winning and get, get getting back on the winning track with 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 this latest winning streak. So let's see how long it can last because there's some tough road games up ahead, and and we'll debate on what the Aggies need to do to to lock themselves up for the NCAA tournament. So. And then also, the there's some the women's team lost a couple tough win uh, lost a couple tough games this week, but there there's hope for them. I think eventually there'll be a rebuild. It's not going to be all all in one year because they've just struggled for a while now. But we'll talk about the women's team, and then lastly we'll go back to uh, Justin Bean appreciation um, and just dive in a little more on him. It's it's been a great week and just it's been great covering him throughout his time at Utah State. So I'm excited to talk about that and get this party started. So it's time for the Big Blues Day podcast for February 8th, 2022. All right, so let's get this going here. Uh, Let's talk about the Aggie men. Uh, They have looked great. They have not lost a game in February. And they just haven't lost games. Period. Like they haven't even been close. And 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 the wins that they they beat. San, so if we recap last week, we talked about how they creamed San Diego State, just silenced them, right? And then creamed Nevada. Well, this week they had three games all at home. Um, one, I believe, San Jose State was a makeup game. But last Tuesday on the on the last Big Blues Day, when of course you were listening to last week. If, if you still haven't, feel free to go listen to, to other ed- episodes. I always love the more view, the more listens, the more downloads, the better. The more it's just it's just really motivating for us to keep talking. But um, so the Aggies had three teams, none of which were that challenging of teams. They're more of the bottom tier. At least Air Force was, and we and the Aggies beat them seventy three to forty six. 
So that so that's a solid 27 point win. Then they followed that up with a 16 point win against San Jose State. I mean that almost felt like I don't I don't want to say a downer because it's still a double digit win. But when you're winning all these games um, against like easy teams like Air Force, I feel like the, the Aggies maybe didn't have their foot on the gas the whole night, but they they did plenty to win, and they just that they. They knew they were the better team and they played like it, but um, de- definitely, um, I know I know it's good to be classy and all, but I'm a fan of really putting your foot on the gas and then maybe take your um, starters out uh, late late in the fourth quarter. The, the Aggies I think played San Jose State tighter at first, and so they they I don't know I think they did pretty well. And then they hosted UNLV on Saturday night, and, and that was a good that was a good game. It was actually the afternoon. It was 4 p.m. Mountain Time, so all three games in, in the spectrum. Uh, there's some fun uh, things that people were doing. That the herd was wearing little cowboy hats. I think in one of them versus UNLV, and in one game I think there was um, a Spectrum Magic Night when they all wore the shirts that are the weird. Colors that match the weird seats that are like green, <laughs> yellow, red, orange. It's 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 just funny to me. Um, our our seating color arrangement, but it's what makes us unique, right? Um, so yeah, never change Spectre Magic. And then, yeah, it was just a great week. So let's just dive into the numbers, shall we? Like, what are the Aggies just doing to all of a sudden be good? I think first of all, we're scoring the ball. A lot better than we have been. We've been in the 70s. Like in all of our wins, we're scoring 70 or more points. Like 70. Like we talked about. So 75 versus San Diego State, 78 versus Nevada, and then this this last week, we have 73 versus Air Force, 73 versus San Jose State, and 90 versus UNLV. So we we score pretty well, and I think we're we're improving on defending the ball. So so we're we're really just working. Hard and we do have a couple tough games coming up against uh, tough competition in the Mountain West uh, on the road. It's it's a little bit different this week. I mean, last week we did get a win at Nevada. I'll give us that in this streak. But um, to be honest, a lot of the Aggies' woes have come on the road. We lost what was it Fresno on the road, Colorado State on the road, and Air Force on the road. So we've had. Three losses on the road. Air Force wasn't a good loss, but um, but yeah, now we get Wyoming this next week. Or yeah, by the time you hear this, you you might be you might be watching this game, so or getting ready to watch it. So this game against Wyoming today, if you're if you're by the time you listen to this, we'll we'll be getting ready to play. Uh, Wyoming is nineteen and three on the season. ESPN FPI or BPI gives them a 57% chance to win. So the home team, they're, they're, they're pretty good. I think most of their losses have come in conference. Well, maybe one of them did. It, it, they lost, so they're, they won both their games in February, including a win over Boise State, 72 to 65, and they won at Fresno. Their lone loss, I believe, was to Boise State. And the conference, yeah, they lost 65 to 62 at Boise State. But other than that, they've they've handled the conference well. They beat us 71 to 69 uh, in Logan. So, 
So that'll be a, a, a fun one. I, I've, I, it's, it's interesting to see how Maldonado has blossomed and, and yeah, there, there's another guy on Wyoming that we'll, we'll take, we'll take a look at here. Um, Ike is his name. Graham Ike. He's a sophomore from Aurora, Colorado, 6'9". So yeah, he's averaging about 20 points a game. So, so you got two scores there you got to worry about and then just, just play an overall good game. But yeah, so to recap, the Aggies have scored more and just defended better. If we look at, well, let's hand out game balls, shall we? Let's see, who's the player of each game? Well, against Air Force, it's, it's a tough one between Horvath and Bean. Um, I'm gonna say, I mean, Horvath had nine rebounds, seven assists, 17 points. That's like flirting with a triple double, not quite a triple double. Bean had nine rebounds, 17 points, but only three assists. So I think if, if you look at it, both, both of them played well. Bean had, had a three. Horvath didn't. Um, Horvath went three for four from free throw. Bean went four for four. I would just kind of, since Bean is usually the guy, I, I think Horvath deserves the game ball for this one because he, he was the difference maker. Um, I think the Aggies were really dependent on their starting five. They didn't get much bench production against Air Force, but they didn't really need to because four of their starting five were in double figures. Uh, Steven Ashworth's been shooting it well still, um, and he had 10 points. Bearstow had 15 points. So great win, and, and, and three points or three games in, in four days is not easy, but the, the Aggies really played well and, and made good on, on their their week. They were five for sixteen, so not terrible, but not not superb from three. So they're thirty one percent. It's sure a lot better than that five percent at Air Force, right? That was that was rough. Um rebounds, that's where we really killed them. Thirty six to sixteen on rebounds. So we had a lot more field goals total. We had twenty six field goals, right? So when you get more field goals and just more points you're gonna win by a large margin um wow so to- total we had quite a few turnovers 18 turnovers to their 12 but yeah it was a it's it, it's a it's a fun game i i enjoy seeing the aggies just really take charge this last week and this week it, it might be hard to win both games but if we do i think we'll be looking in shape for conference and we'll get to bubble talk in a minute but Let's get hurry, hurry and give a, a game ball for the game against San Jose State. Um, Horvath and Bean, again, are, are leading the charge. And they both had double-doubles, so 19 and 11 for Horvath, 19 points, 11 rebounds. Bean had 18 points, 11 rebounds. So, I mean, we gave Horvath the game ball last time. And honestly, there wasn't a lot of production off the bench and everything. I think one honorable mention you can give is RJ Edelrock had 11 points. Um, he he was pretty good. He was three out of six from three. So so, so yeah, maybe maybe you could give cut cut the ball down the middle and and give some to to everybody. I just think that it was a solid team win. There's the one thing that the coach um, coach Odom has said is that there's not just really one guy dominating. Uh, I remember earlier in in the year. There's some talk that, that 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 some of our opponents were saying, yeah, the Aggies are good, but if you shut down Justin Bean, you shut down the team. Well, that's not proving to be true. Like the Aggies are sharing and having confidence in, in each other, and when that happens, their offense is just 
dynamics. So, so we'll have to see how the, the, the good teams will try to maybe get us, force us into isolation. Maybe they'll switch more. But I'm interested to see what, what the better teams will do. I mean, San Diego State was supposed to be pretty good, right? And we took it to them. Um, and you can hear every excuse in the book about them being tired or being on a break. Like, I don't really care. I think the Aggies were good last week, and then they just, they're taking care of the teams in front of them, um, which is something they have to do. They, so, all right, if we move on and look at the final six games. So I was actually talking with my friend at, if you go to at 801 Bracketology, one of my buddies, he, he really focuses on the Utah teams, but he's a really good bracketologist. Some some of his predictions are better than national experts, like from Fox and from 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 a, from a couple of other ones. But um, he was saying, what what do the Aggies need to do? Well, there's six more games. These four: Wyoming, San Diego State, Boise State, Colorado State. The Aggies need to win at least two of those. You really need to start beating the upper teams in the Mountain West Conference because Oklahoma is not a guarantee. Like they've been struggling. And they are our lone quad one victory. So if they dip down to a Q2, you got these pretty good, and, and you're on the road, right? Oklahoma was neutral, but if you're on the road, Q1 is 1 to 75 in the NCAA net rating. I bet all of those teams should be between 1 to 75, and three out of those four are on the road. Colorado State, it'd be really nice to see them do well, with the exception against us, and then and then they could be a nice Q1 win. So, and then you also have to take care of Nevada, New Mexico, and San Jose State. The remaining cupcakes, shall we call them? It's, uh, it's never easy in the Mountain West. It's a good league, and and if you're not prepared, you you can lose. But um, yeah, so j- just if you're wondering what the Aggies need to do, that that's what it seems like they need to do. And also, I might meant I might add. They gotta win at least one game in the conference tournament. If they can go just sweep the rest of the way, then yeah, maybe they don't even need to do that. But overall, their record is 15 and nine. I I predict. So, how many games do they have left? They have one, two, three, four, five, six, um, seven games in the regular season left. So, what they could win five out of the seven. I I think when it's all said and done, these Aggies will have at least 20 wins in in Ryan Odom's first season and in a year where they lost an NBA player like the Mias Keita, I think this team is for real and they're, they're going to be competing for a while. Um, currently in the standings, it's hard to see that yet. We are currently sixth, but we're making progress. Like like we are six and five in conference play and Fresno six and four, San Diego State's five and three. So, so I feel like if we can get to that top five, that'd be great because as we talked about before, if you're between 6 and 11, you play on Wednesday. Like, so the 6 plays the 11, 7 plays 10, 8 plays 9. And so so then winning four games in four days is just brutal in the Mountain West. So the Aggies really need to win just, just I mean, just surely to, to get in those top five spots. Even if they have to play a tough 4-5 matchup in, the, in on a Thursday, that's, that's better than doing a, a 6 to 11 and then having to play a top-tier team, two or three seed the next day. The Aggies have, have like, won one before, right? Even the last year before Duryea got fired, I believe we, we were a seven seed, and we beat two seed Boise. So so that, that that's cool and all, but um, 
I, I, I'm hearing talk that the, that that they might get four teams in the NCAA tournament from the Mountain West. So the, the Aggies definitely want to be one of those four, and at least have a shot. If, if for some reason they don't get selected, they they could be a top seed in, in the NIT. Uh, I know we have our sights set for greener pastures, and 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 yeah, let's hope that we can just climb up and give ourselves the best chance possible. But last but not least, let's talk about the game versus UNLV. Um, game ball there has to go to Mr. Justin Bean. 32 points, 10 rebounds, double-double, undisputed. So that, that was his best game of the week, and he's, he's the best player uh, on this team that has done well. The, like In all of his years, he's just had it, had it good at, at Utah State. Uh, he's won the Mountain West tournament twice, I believe. His freshman year, they won the regular season. They they tied with Nevada. Um, so so, and the last year they were they were the runner up. So so the Aggies have been great uh, with Justin Bean, and we'll talk about him later in the next segment. But first, we got to talk a little bit about the women's team, and I just really think that that we should give credit where credit is due. They're 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 trying, and and it, it's a rebuild, and it's tough. Uh, they lost a heartbreaker to San Diego State. It just went back and forth. There was like six seconds left, and Utah State made a go-ahead bucket. But then San Diego State rushed and hur- hurried the ball in bounds and just drove the length of the court to hit a sh- winner as time expired. So that's tough, but, but we move on. And Utah State did not sweep UNLV. The Lady Aggies lost 72-60. to 60. Um, But I, I love to see the enthusiasm. I know that Coach Ard, she's getting more people there. I think there's a scholarship that's given out, but but you got to be at the game. So the student section is showing up. I hope we as fans can show up. I know one of my friends at Gregor's, I think 1868, or yeah, he's he's on he's on Twitter. Some of you might know him, but um, I I I've really been talking to him. I need I need to get to uh, a game. I did get to the the Aggies versus BYU. Um, a couple months ago, and that that was that was rough, but that's here close to where I live. But any, anyways, one of these days, I think, um, for Colorado State, I would love to, uh, yeah, in a couple of weeks, the tw- on the twenty sixth, uh, Utah State hosts Nevada at one p.m., and then the Aggie men play at like eight or eight thirty p.m. against Colorado State. So definitely try to support this women's team. Uh, we definitely need it. Um. As we try to rebuild this team, the the goal is to be good at, good at every sport, right? And we were our women's teams were pretty good in the fall, and 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 I I think it's just been tough because we went for a while where we didn't have a women's program like in the late twentieth century. But I'm glad we have a team, and and I hope we can keep competing. I think we have some good girls. We've lost some close games. We're currently tenth in the conference, so we're not very last, right? We we've won two games. We're two and ten. And San Jose State is one and nine, so I, I think the Aggies can get better in the women's side, but it, it's just a work in progress, and we'll just have to be hopeful, right? Um, if we look at some of the top scores for the ladies this week, um, it looks like right, um on the women's side, Quesada, Adriana Quesada. She had 18 points in the close loss to San Diego State. And then in the loss to UNLV, Quesada again had 17 points, 
Hawthorne had 13. Um, yeah, Ranhawa, she, she's always pretty good. She had seven points, so so definitely something to look forward to. Um, the, the Aggie women, let's see who they got this week. They are at Colorado State on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Then if you're in Logan, what better way to treat, treat your wife to a Valentine's Day weekend, the weekend before, than to go to uh, a game as the Aggies host the Boise State Broncos? That is one rival you won't want to miss. That's at 2 p.m. there in the spectrum. So, so I'm really excited. I always try to to sh- at least stream it. You you can stream it on, if you have a Fire TV or or, or Roku or or anything. You can get the Mountain West app, and that's probably the easiest way to watch it on your TV. Um, but before that, I would I would get it on my tablet or phone. But recently discovered that, and so I I encourage you to if you're if it's a Saturday, the kids are napping. Like that's like a time I I love turning on the women's game on on a two two p.m. tip. So really excited to see what happens there. All right. So before we end today, I have to give a little bit of appreciation to drumroll, Justin Bean. Cue the Bean sign that they make. You know at the games, it's, I think it's 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 hilarious. It, it, it's always cool when they they play. Um, do word plays on on the players' names, but um, well, why do we love Justin Bean? Well, I'll tell you one thing I'm really happy about. So I entered a giveaway and, and actually won won it from Taco Time. So I just wanted to give a sh- a little shout out to to my buddies there. Uh, so Doug Dixon, he is the he's been the owner there for for a long time now. He he's a longtime family friend and. And they've they've done well, and he's a big Aggie fan. He's not a bandwagon either. He's just they're from a lot of his family. They're from the valley. They're just diehards um, Aggies. Um, he's he he's always positive. And will cheer cheer for the Aggies through thick and the thin. Um, and so they 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 did an NIL deal with Justin Bean. They have a a combo a, a Bean special and and. and and Justin Bean's done appearances, and they have these giveaways that that they do, um, and and it's really helping that their business and and more follows and retweets. Um, so, so definitely keep your eyes out for those. I I enter every time I see it. Um, if you follow at L, as in Logan at L Taco Time, then you'll see um, every so often he'll post the the giveaways and basically you have to just follow retweet tag people and it just helps more Aggies connect with him because um yeah it, taco time is a great place to to eat you know who who doesn't love some good mexican food and and, that, and that's a that's a great place to eat in downtown logan i think it's yeah it's just on the way to the to the camp utah state campus just on, there on 400 north um i believe it's kind of close to smith just right across from there they they also have one on campus in the I believe the Taggart Student Center building. So I I'm not 100% sure if it's still there, but when I was in school, it still was. So yeah, if not, let me know. I I, I just yeah I love supporting Taco Time there for my buddies there. So yeah. Anyways, the reason I'm I was really excited about that is I got um as part of the the prize for retweeting. I guess I randomly won a Justin Bean shirt so I'll, I'll definitely be wearing that um to some Aggie events 
Um, and then also there's some Sam Merrill and Nemeas Kata cards. Maybe I'll I'll have to do a giveaway sometime because I already have a couple of Kata cards. So so maybe I'll, maybe I mean you can never have too many, right? But it'd be nice to give away one to an Aggie fan that's a big Kata fan. So so yeah, we'll have to look into that. But I just really wanted to share my appreciation for Justin Bean. It was amazing having him on the podcast a couple of years ago. He's just been always a, a great person to talk to. Every once in a while, I talk to him and, and about about the game. You, you know, if you ever see him or interact with him, just wish him good luck. He's he's just a great um, and he and he's a hard worker. He he play plays really hard. The other day, week you saw him with a a big black guy. Um, we we've seen him wear a, ma- a mask before. Like you just can't get that kid to to take a break. He is just tough as tough as they come. So. Um, really excited to see what Justin can can do. He's just been so great for the Aggies. I I wonder like how how might the Aggies fare for um with with him? Like could, could the Aggies have another player drafted? Or even if they don't, maybe he he plays some summer league. Maybe he finds his way as an undrafted player on an NBA roster. Currently, he's eighteen point seven points per game. He started off on fire. He's still doing really well, like 18.7 points per game, 9.9 rebounds. Like, he's down the board. He's doing well. He's 51% from three, 82% from the from free throw, He's just and 57% from the field. So Justin Bean is, is great. Like, this whole team is great, but I just really wanted to share my appreciation for what he's done. Like, like it just reminds me of the – of, other Aggies, and, and and it used to be you had to, during our dark years, it seemed like you had to go back to the days where there was, like, really special players, but n- no offense to, because we, we had some great players, right, even in our rough years, we still had Jalen Moore, uh, we had a couple others, Preston Medlin, but um, we've just been blessed not have just good, good solid players like those, but NBA draft players, like, I don't care that Sam Merrill was 60th, he was He's very good, and he's had a couple injuries this year, but I look forward to seeing what happens with his career in an NBA uniform. And Kata, he's just done well, too. And Justin, like, like one one thing that Craig Smith said about Sam Merrill, and, and I can say the same about Justin, is that they're everything that a college athlete should be. Like, at, they, they're not playing for the glitz and the glamour. Like, they, they're hustling. They're diving. They're, they're not being passive and thinking about their staff. They're thinking about helping the team win. And so I just wanted to share my appreciation for that. I think Justin Bean, I mean, you, you can't say enough good things about him. I think that he just plays basketball the way it should be played. He he moves really well without the ball. Um, he's got some good hops and just good rebounding skills. Like Some will call him the, de- the Dennis Rodman of the Mountain West. Um, and it's just been... Great to see what he could do this week, and I think he's there's the best is yet to come. That there'll be a couple more this week, but next week we'll recap those games at Wyoming, and then as they host Nevada, and then we'll preview a big one um, at San Diego State. So at Viejas Arena, and I mean, how sweet would it be to just sweep San Diego State and beat them there? It is. It it's tough to win. There, I, I, I believe that the, the herd, that the Aggie student section is better, but 
I mean, San Diego State, they're obnoxious, and we roll our eyes at them, but they, they, they definitely bring passion too, so it'll be exciting college atmosphere the next couple of weeks, and I've been seeing a lot of excitement nationally as well, just there's a lot of hype and excitement for the the Mountain West Tournament. It's going to be lit because there are so many good teams. I think it's been, I mean, and, and you see this every year, right? But but if we want three or four bids, the, the best teams in the Mountain West can't be losing to the bottom tier teams. Like, we don't want anybody losing to New Mexico or San Jose State. Like, if you, if you look at teams that have have a chance to make the tournament, there's still some work to do, but I'd say Boise, Wyoming, uh, Colorado State, San Diego State are kind of on the bubble. The Aggies were ranked the next four out, so if we win this week, win some next week, I think we can get into that last four in, and what you want, really want to be in the top four, 40 in net, I, I just feel like to be safe in case there's any bid, bid stillers. But because if you're around that line, a lot of times you get put in in the in the buys. Like like who knows? The Aggies could be playing in Dayton in, in a playing game. Because if if like all the 14, 15, 16 seeds, those are all going to the one bid leagues, like the WAC and the Big West. So you really want to get in that 10, 11, 12 seed. Like you, you want to be in the 40s in that just just so you you can nail that um at large bid. So there there's a lot of teams vying for it. I know uh eight oh one bracketology did say that Virginia won last night. They beat Duke and so uh there there's a lot of other bubble teams that we're rooting against and teams that the Aggies have beaten we we want them to keep winning, right? So it helps their their overall resume. But this has been your Big Blues Day podcast. Have a great week. Go Aggies. And we'll talk next week about basketball, Olympic sports, whatever you want to talk about. Submit your questions to thehivesports at gmail.com or, or on social media. Just find us at The Hive Sports. Thanks and have a good one. Thehivesports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. Thehivesports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at Thehivesports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out Thehivesports.com because we got the buzz.